Thank you for joining the Together Church Podcast. We're so glad that you've joined us today. Our prayer is, is that today's message will inspire you and help you move closer to Jesus. We hope you enjoy today's message. Well, good morning, Together Church. I hope you are all doing well. I am, for one, excited because next weekend we're going to be able to gather together physically once again at St. John's Christian Academy at 10 a.m. And I wanted to make sure before we did that, you know, we've kind of gotten in some rhythms, you know, our rhythm of getting up in the morning and grabbing coffee and watching this on Sunday mornings, whether you're watching this live at 10 o'clock or maybe you're watching it later in the day or maybe even later in the week. It's, it's gotten us in some weird rhythms, hasn't it? I mean, these last five months, six months, seven months, I can't even remember how long it's actually been. It's been crazy. And I thought it's a good time before we gather to pause and ask ourselves, like, why is church attendance even important? Like, why should we even go to church anymore? Why can't we just stay home? Why can't we just watch it on live stream? Why can't we just rewatch the videos on, on the websites? I mean, a lot of good questions, but I think we need to go biblically and really see as we go back, because I think if we can pause and ask ourselves, what is church and why is it important that we attend corporately together. I think our experiences together would be completely different, and we'll get a lot more out of them. They'll be a lot more meaningful when we understand why it is we do the things that we do. Now, I do want to have a disclaimer, because even though we're meeting again next week, and we're meeting physically, I know there are many of you that have to take caution, and you're not ready to come back yet, because maybe you have some type of ailment that uh, makes you really open to becoming sick. Maybe you have a family member who's the same way. So I just want you to know that's okay. Like We understand that you may not be ready to come back, but for those who are, we're ready to welcome you um, with air hugs and whatever else it takes for you to come back as we gather together physically again. And so we believe that the time is right for us as a church to come together, to meet, to worship together, and we're ready for it. And I hope that you are too. But before we do that, let's just talk a little bit about what's going on. Like Why, why does church attendance matter? Why does the church matter? Because I just want to tell you that I can tell you that heaven does not look like a quarantine. Heaven doesn't look like a quarantine. It doesn't look like a Zoom call. It doesn't look like a live stream or a podcast or a video on YouTube. That's not what heaven looks like. Heaven looks like the followers of Jesus, those who have been adopted by God, gathered together, worshiping together side by side as one family together. And that's what heaven looks like. And that's what the church looks like when we come together together. To gather, there's recently some research done, um, and they what the research did is they they looked at church attendance of people who were followers of Jesus, and they said how often do these people attend? And what they found was uh, most people come once every three weeks. That was about the national average that people would show up to church once every three weeks. So sometimes you're not even getting two times a month when you show up to church. You're basically just getting one. And then they said that some people come. Every week, there were some people that are every weekers, but that number was very, very small. And then the, the number that was the biggest, especially here in the South, were that some people come, but they only come twice a year. And typically it's for a really big holiday. So people would come for Easter and people would come for Christmas. And those were the big things that they would come because it was the cultural Southern thing for us to do. And so I don't know where you are today. I don't know if you're a once every three weeks. Maybe you're a I've never been and we want to join, we want to have you. We'd love for you to join. And maybe you're watching today and you realize that, hey, you haven't been to church since Christmas. And it feels like we haven't been to church physically 
since Christmas, but I know that that's the way that some people think. And so one of the, the problems is there's an inconsistency of church attendance. And I think a lot of the reasons that people feel that way about church attendance not being important and vital to their life is because they don't see their value. They don't see value in church attendance. They don't know why, why should I attend? Why should we physically gather? Well, there are multiple reasons, and the Scriptures point us to some reasons why this is important, why we come together physically. Because yes, we absolutely can have home churches, and yes, we can absolutely have micro churches. but I just want to tell you now that when we read Scripture, what we see, especially in the book of Acts with the early church, that they gathered corporately together and they gathered in their homes. There was both. They were both doing the same thing because they both gave this power. And so what I'm saying is with church attendance, and, and I want to be very clear with this, church attendance is not a requirement to go to heaven. So this is not a guilt trip on that you need to make sure that you come back to church and attendance is important because we want you to be there because we need you. Hey, we want you to be there because of some reasons that we're about to give you. Church attendance is not a requirement for going to heaven. So I would say that it's a part of God's plan for humanity. It's a part of God's plan for humanity, the church gathering, being the hands and the feet of Jesus to our community and to our world. The author of Hebrews in chapter 10, verses 24 through 25, he had these words to say, and, and, and some of them are pretty harsh, but this was his letter. He said, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. So let us learn how to stir up one another to love and good works. Notice that was about people coming together. That's about family, helping each other. How do we stir one another up for good works and to help love and spread the gospel? And he says in verse 25, now we're going to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some of you. He said, but encouraging one another and all the more as I see the day drawing near. If they were telling the early church back then that some of you had gotten in the habit of not even showing up, what could be said of the church today in America? What could be said about us today? And again, I think some people have gotten in a habit of not showing up the church because they simply haven't found a reason to do that. They found no value in showing up on a Sunday morning. And that's our thing again. We want to help you wrestle with some of those things to understand that this church thing was God's idea. And we have so many options for church today. And we can get in a habit and sometimes our habit is not showing up physically that it, we can get in these other options where we can live stream and we can Zoom and we have all these digital ways to do it. And the digital ways have been super helpful and super incredible, but they've all lost a few things that we just can't seem to get online. And that's each other, like this, this desire to be around each other, this desire to worship beside each other, to hug one another, to have coffee and share how your week was and what God's done in your life with other people in this corporate gathering. So we have on demand. But what I want to tell you is that even though we have demand and we can watch these things, a screen is not a substitute for relationship. A screen's not a substitute for relationship. We just can't have true relationships through the screen. We need flesh and bone and conversation with people. So I just want to give you a couple of reasons. This is why I think biblically it is super important for us to be involved and physically show up to a church. Again, when you're ready uh, and when you feel safe that you can. So here's a couple of reasons. Number one, today I think one of the biggest values that we can give 
and one of the big values for you to show up the church is this, is to give things, is to give things. Gathering together physically is an opportunity for you and me. It positions us to be able to say, thank you, God. Thank you. It's so easy for us to find all the negative things that have gone on. Some of you have had miserable weeks. You have had very hard weeks. You're experiencing pain. You're experiencing some confusion. You're experiencing all kinds of things. But when you step back and realize where God's working, it gives you a place to come and give thanks and worship and say, God, just just thank you for being you. It, It gives us an opportunity to start the week off in gratitude. And gratitude demands something like it demands a response when we realize that God has done something for us. When, and, and there's all kinds of things that he's done for us this week. We're still breathing. We still have life. He still is a God who died on a cross and resurrected on the third day. He has done something for us. And if God never does another thing for you or I, we still have something to be thankful for. Showing up physically to a building and a location with our brothers and sisters in Christ gives us this opportunity to give thanks for everything God has done. It breaks our sense of entitlement that we deserve all these things. It puts the perspective and the focus back on God for who He is. And it gives us an opportunity just to say, thank you. When you're not expressive in your gratitude, you will find yourself in entitlement. So we've got to get to our place where we say we have this gratitude. And gratitude always demands an expression. So why do we why do we feel like church needs to happen? Church attendance needs to happen? Because it's a place for you to go and give thanks corporately with other people and share the things that God has done. So we give thanks. That's value number one that we want you to find in church attendance. Number two is this is an obvious one. Church attendance is important because it's a place that we can come and worship God. We can come and worship God. Like, worship is not just us singing. It's not just us singing. It is us corporately coming together, lifting God to the possible highest place that we can lift Him. It's saying that He is the name above all names. It is putting honor on Him, and we all get to proclaim that and sing that and say that together in one body. And sometimes you're going through life and it's harsh and it's not good. And you're standing next to somebody in church who is just worshiping God with everything that they have with them. It's just kind of contagious and pours over to you. It's in those atmospheres of faith that God tends to move among his people. And that's what we pray for every week when we would gather physically is that an outpouring of the Holy Spirit would happen with the people in the room that even if you felt like your faith was dry, that the people in that room would help to lift you up and carry you to the throne of God. The Bible says in Psalms chapter 34, it says, worship God if you want the best, because worship opens doors to all of his goodness. It opens the doors to all of his goodness. And what is God looking for? He's looking for us to posture ourselves in a place where we worship together and we lift him up. We make him the number one thing, the best thing, the only thing that satisfies. And this is, this is God putting him on the highest place that we could possibly put him. It's a, it's a place that we have to have self-denial where we sacrifice our wants, our desires, so that Jesus can come alive within us and be lifted up. Every weekend we have the opportunity to corporately lift Jesus to 
the highest place that we can lift him every weekend when we sing, when we have conversations with people in the lobby, when we talk to friends that we haven't seen since last week and encourage those who are in our small group and pray for one another. This is worshiping. This is worship. It's a lifestyle. It's an attitude. I have a friend that used to say that worship is an attitude of the heart. And he'd say, do you have an attitude? Do you have an attitude? And when we gather together corporately, Man, we are giving thanks, and it gets contagious because generosity and gratitude is contagious. When you're around people that are always positive, it can be contagious because you're like, I want some of that. I want to I be thankful for everything that God has given. You worship God differently when you're thankful. You worship God differently when you're thankful. And when we come into these places together, what happens is we recognize that God has some kind of different value from everything else. Because we come into a place where his presence is. We come into a place with our hearts ready and our eyes open to worship together, to see what God wants to do and how he wants to move in the, in the four walls of these churches that will empower us and that will help us have an encounter with him that will push us outside the walls of the church to do the work of the gospel. And so the Bible is telling us that we place this value on him. We lift him to the highest place. So we we attend church. Church attendance is important because it's a place that we give thanks. It's a place where we worship God together. But listen to me, it's also a place where you can come to be encouraged and equipped. I mean, the week will beat you up if you let it. Time will beat you up if you allow it to happen. And sometimes life just comes our way. And it feels like there's these numerous opportunities that we get weekly just to quit. Like, I just, I want to throw my hands up. I want to be done. I don't want to do church anymore. I don't want to do my job anymore. I don't even know that I want to be a parent anymore. And maybe you've said some of those things because the enemy just continues to whisper in your ear about these opportunities for you to quit. Like, yeah, the church, there's people at the church don't even like you anymore. Those people in your job can't stand you. They talk behind your back. And if he can get you separated from the body, then he can do anything that he wants with you. He wants to separate you from your family. And we have to understand that when we come to church and we've been hitting with attacks, we can come to church with one another and we can feel encouraged. All during the week, what God wants to do in your life is sift out some of the old things and he wants to pour in the new things. It's a really big theology work for that. And it's called sanctification. What he wants to do is to help sift you to make him more like you. And when we show up on a Sunday morning and we give thanks for what God has done, we put everything in a positive perspective of going, God is good no matter what has happened. And I'm going to worship him because of that. And now I'm being encouraged because of that. I'm being encouraged by the people around me and their stories and what God has brought them through and what God is doing in their life. And they're helping to point out what God's doing in my life. Encouragement is also something that was spread like wildfire. We show up because we find value in the church because the church is a place where you and I can be encouraged. I want you to look what Paul wrote to the church in Ephesus in Ephesians chapter 4. He says, now, these are the gifts that Christ gave to the church. Understand, church was so important. The body, not the building, the body of the church was so important that Jesus himself, the head of the church, said, I'm going to give these things to the church. These things are going to be good for the church. He says, I'm going to give these, the apostles, 
the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. And look what he says in verse 12. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and to build up the church, the body of Christ. He says this will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we'll be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. I don't know if you caught that, but he says that the responsibility of the pastors, the teachers, the apostles, the evangelists, is to equip the church. The church is a place where you gather, not just to be encouraged, but also to be equipped for the ministry that God has called you to do. Not to be entertained, not to experience consumerism. It is a place for you to be equipped because here's the thing. Some do not believe that God has a plan for them. God has a plan for you. And he uses the local church to equip you, to teach you, to help you hear from the Holy Spirit, to know what the Holy Spirit even is, to help you read Scripture and understand the Scriptures so that you can be equipped to do the things that God has called you to do. Isn't that amazing? That this thing, this church that can be so flawed and broken, and oftentimes it, it, sometimes the church can be an embarrassment in society, but Jesus loves it anyway. And what he says is, I want to equip these people, these broken, messy, flawed people, and I want to use them and equip them so they can go to do the work of the ministry to help reach a lost and dying world. It, it's not always encouraging. It's not always encouraging. Church is sometimes not encouraging. Sometimes it's equipping. Sometimes your church is hearing things that maybe you don't want to hear, but it's what God wants you to hear because sometimes we have to wrestle with this tension. That's a part of equipping. That's a part of him chipping away at the old of who we were and pouring in some of the new. And sometimes it's a painful process, but you'll be equipped by coming to the church. You'll be encouraged by participating in the local church. You'll be able to worship together and come corporately, give thanks for all that God has done. Listen, I will tell you again, church is not a requirement to get into heaven. Church attendance is not a requirement to get into heaven. It's not required, but church attendance should be desired. It should be a place where you and I desire to be, to be with other brothers and sisters in Christ, to worship alongside of one another, to spur one another on, as Paul says. It's a place that we should look forward to gathering not a place that we should have to endure it and just go, I'm just doing it because I have to, but we're doing it because we want to. We're doing it because we know that we're not gathering in a body because of what we want. We're doing it because this is where the Holy Spirit meets us as a corporate body together. We're family. We are a church family. The Bible consistently teaches all throughout the scriptures, even in Ephesians chapter 1, 22 through 23, it teaches us that we are the body of Christ on earth. We're his hands and his feet. He also said that you and I are salt and light. Salt and light. Here's the thing about salt. Too much salt in one place doesn't make it good. 
So salt has to be, when it's poured together, it has to be sprinkled out. So we come together as light and we spread out like salt. We're the salt and he's the light. And when we gather together, we're a body and each one of us has been gifted in a certain way. You gotta find your place. This isn't a message to tell you that, hey, we want you to come to church because we, we want you to volunteer because we need you. What I'm telling you is God has gifted you to be able to do ministry, to do work, to come in and use the skill set that you have to help people come to find out who Jesus is, to teach Jesus to him. Our spiritual gifts are like eyes and ears and hands and feet. Each one of them play a vital part to helping the local church move forward and reaching the mission that Jesus gave us, which was to go and make disciples. So I want to challenge you to find out what those gifts are that God's given you. I want you to just take a step and say, how can we serve in the local church? How, how consistent can we be in just showing up and giving things? I mean, I want you to figure out what your next step is today. Like, what is God pushing you to do? What is he stirring up in you? What's making you feel uncomfortable when you hear this? What are you celebrating when I'm saying things like give thanks? What is, what is in your mind right now that you just want to give thanks for? What do you miss about just worshiping together alongside of people? The longing. And I really think that people are longing for Jesus, that we're living in a culture where everything else around us is just so toxic that Jesus is the most attractive thing that we can have as a body. And we come together and worship him in that. So in the church, God is our adoptive father and we are his children. We are his children. And we gather together in the household together. And next weekend, we're gonna come together. And there's a couple of things that are gonna happen. We're gonna sing. We're gonna smile. We're gonna recognize God. We're gonna lift God to his highest place. We're gonna worship him. We're gonna give thanks for what he's done. And we're gonna be encouraged by one another. And we're gonna be equipped to do the work of the ministry. That's why church attendance is so important. So that we can give thanks and that we can worship together and that we can be encouraged and equipped. We gotta be in a position spiritually to hear from God. So we wanna hear what he says and we wanna act on it. And so today, I want you to process what we're talking about. I want you to go back and read these verses. Go back and read Hebrews chapter 10. Go back and read Ephesians chapter four, verse 11 through 13. You can check our social media. We post it every week. We post our, our Bible readings to help you get ahead and read and process some of these scriptures. I believe that if we can see church differently as not a place that we just gather for fun, but we gather together because we realize we're on mission together, it looks completely different. And we love being there because we love being equipped and we love worshiping together and we love corporately just seeing one another and lifting God up. So I pray today that you've been encouraged. I pray that you would look at church differently. And I pray that you'll see that this thing called the church is his plan for humanity. Jesus is the head of the church. So we're going to gather together and we're going to worship together. And we can't wait to see you there. This week, I just want you to be praying about what God wants to open up in your heart, in your mind, what he wants to teach you, what he wants to tell you as we move in the next weekend and gather together. 
because my prayer is that when we enter the building, our smiles are brighter, our laughter is louder, our worship is louder, and our ears are so open to hear clearly the words that God wants to teach us and that we'll walk out of there looking a lot more like Jesus than we did when we walked in that day. Let me pray for you. Father, we thank you for your church, this beautiful thing that is oftentimes flawed because we are the church. And I just pray that we would we would approach it differently, not take it for granted, but see what this power behind gathering with one another is, that we will take steps to worship you for who you are. And, uh, and God, just use us. We just pray for next weekend as we approach gathering physically again. Any fear that is there with people, I just pray that the fear would just be died down. And God, that if the enemy is trying to attack and just keep people away, because the one thing that he wants more than anything is for people to not participate in church in any way, shape, or form ever again. And I just pray that together church will be the one that says we are going to come together and we're going to be a family and we're going to be equipped and we're going to be encouraged and we're going to go make disciples because that's what Jesus called us. There's no quarantine. There's no COVID that will stop us from making disciples. And we will allow you to work in and through us and heed to your Holy Spirit as lives begin to be changed because of the work that you'll do in and through us. And we pray these things in your name. Amen.